Well, hello, this is Kimberly Brock, and for over 20 years, I've been running my own businesses that have not only been profitable, but personally fulfilling to me. So now I'm on a mission to help other new business owners, just like you, make money doing what you love too. Now we're going to have some fun, so let's get started. Well, hello, this is Kimberly. It's episode 135, and I am so glad you are here today because I'm talking about the difference between being a business owner and an entrepreneur. Have you ever really thought about that? Have you used the words interchangeably and never really thought about the difference? Well, today I'm going to share with you a lot of differences, and I think it'll be fun for you to kind of surmise after hearing this, which one you are. And then I've got my thoughts about it for all of us too. If you are new here, welcome. I'm so glad that you found this podcast. If you are just starting your business or in the early stages, this podcast is for you. And I know that it will be invaluable to you as you begin this amazing journey that you're on of business ownership, or shall I say, entrepreneurship. Maybe today we can decide which one we're going to say, right? If you're new, make sure you get plugged in. How do you get plugged in? You scroll down below, you join the Facebook group, because yes, I have a free Facebook group called Women Starting Businesses Doing What We Love, and I'm personally inviting you. I would love to have you in. We have so many amazing women. There's no riffraff. It's very inspiring, and people are so helpful. My ladies in there are awesome, so make sure you become a part of the group. Also, I have some free goodies for you. If you're new, if you're in the idea stage of your business, grab my free guide to help you because there is a guide that I have that's specifically to help you match up your passions and skills and all that good stuff so you can find the perfect business for you. And then I also have a 16-step checklist if you're starting a business just to kind of go through all the general things for that. Then for those of you that have been listening a while, thank you so much for the awesome reviews and just all the sweet messages and everything. I want to thank you so much. I also want to make sure you know, for those of you that are new business owners and you want to start marketing your business online, meaning you want to grow your audience online and maybe get leads through your website or get sales through your online store, make sure you get on the wait list for Grow Getters right now. You can click the link below because let me just tell you something real quick. The number one problem I see for new business owners is that they're not making the money that they thought they were going to make. And the reason is they don't have an audience of people who actually want and are interested in what they offer. They think that just building an audience, like showing up on social and doing all these things is enough to build your business. And a lot of times it is not. You've got to have a proven system in place that attracts people on a regular basis and converts them to leads and then to sales. And I'll be talking more about that soon when the doors open. But I just want to make sure right now, if you are that new business owner and you either are not getting the sales that you know you should be having because you have an awesome product or service or you're just about to open, I highly suggest you get on the wait list for this program because it's going to be exactly what you need to grow your business online. Okay? Okay, that's it. On to the episode. Well, hello, everyone. How are you? How is everything going? How's your business? How's life? How are you feeling? Are you loving your business? Are you having a good time? Or are you stressed and overwhelmed? I sure hope you are not stressed and overwhelmed. If you are, post something in the Facebook group. Let us know what you're struggling with. And I'm sure the awesome ladies in our group would love to help you. Everyone is so helpful and wonderful. And I love seeing all your posts on the you know, imperfect action on Mondays and your wins on Wednesdays. I read them. I really try to read them all because I get so excited. So 
Anyways, I'm so happy for you all. And I just, you know what I love too, is all the people coming in the Facebook group, the variety of businesses is astounding. Like you, you would think that a lot of people would have the same businesses. And that is what is so cool because everyone is using their God-given gifts to start a business. Like they have a passion for something and they're doing it. And the uniqueness is so awesome to see. I just love it. And when you do get in the group, by the way, for those of you that are new and request to get in the group, make sure you answer the questions and make sure you you see that I'm going to tag you in a post welcoming you. And I ask you to post a little bit about yourself below there. So make sure you do that because we want to get to know you and know about your business. It's so much fun. So anyways, today I wanted to talk to you about the difference between being a business owner and an entrepreneur. And I think it's an interesting conversation because I started researching online and I'm like, okay, do I even really know the difference? I mean, I've always called myself in the past when I had my online businesses, I said, I own online gift boutiques. That's what I always said. Like people would say, what do you do? And I say, I own two online gift boutiques because I did. And looking back, I'm like, oh, that was good. I'm glad I said that, that that sounds really good. You know? So nowadays I tell people that I help women start their businesses, but now my business is evolving and I'm really helping people like you grow your audience and your sales online. So for that piece of it, I help you, you know, figure out how to set up this whole system for your business that is running constantly and helping you build an audience of interested buyers, right? And so that's what I love to do because I know that it's a big problem that a lot of you don't. So I just had to tell you this funny story. So this happened probably four years ago. I was out of town with my husband. We were with some of his guy friends going to the Texas OU football game in Dallas. And we were all sitting at a table and I didn't know some of the people there. And we were all kind of introducing ourselves. And this was before I started this business, okay? This was before, like in between stage from when I sold my other businesses and when I started this one. And one of my husband's friends said, oh yeah, this is Kimberly. And somebody said, what do you do? And he cut in, he's like, she's an entrepreneur. And I was like, what? I'm an entrepreneur? Y'all, this was, this was like five years ago or whatever that was, four years ago. I can't remember, the time is flying. I was like, wait, what? I'm an entrepreneur. I never really called myself that or considered myself that. I was always a small business owner. I owned online gift stores, online gift boutiques, you know? It was a weird, weird feeling. Someone said I was an entrepreneur. And I thought, am I? Maybe I am. And so today... <laughs> When you listen to these descriptions, I'm going to give you. So I've kind of aggregated all the information that I got by researching this. And I want you to just think it through. If you're on a walk, if you're cleaning house, whatever you're doing right now, maybe you're driving and just kind of think in your head, is this you? Okay. So let's kind of go through this. Okay. A business owner usually is taking over some type of business or is starting a business based on something that's already available and out in the marketplace. Okay, and by the way, disclaimer. Again, this was research that I found online. This is how they're defining it. This is not necessarily my definition. So I'm just the messenger, so nobody shoot the messenger. I'm just telling you what everyone online is describing this as, okay? A business owner takes over some type of business that is already in the marketplace. They are 
really looking at this as their sole income. They are being pretty safe about it. They are always looking at ways to continue the business and maintain the ability to <laughs> pay all the bills, right? Pay all the expenses and keep a steady income. A lot of them start this business out of necessity where they're like, oh my gosh, you know, instead of having this other career, I, I want to start a business because this is what I need to be doing right now. This is the way I'm choosing to make money right? And they look at things more in the long term. They plan with employees. You know, they run their business from the top down where they're at the top and they have employees and people working for them. They're in the business day to day. They have teams of people. They're looking for stability. And this is their only source of income. Okay. That is the general known definition of a business owner. Okay. Here's the definition of an entrepreneur. Very much a risk taker usually is trying to scrap funds together for this big idea. It starts out of something that they're passionate about, something that's personal to them, something that they start for pleasure reasons, which is interesting. They're usually more creative. They're with the current trends, like they're starting something kind of trendy and cool and cutting edge. They don't care what other people think because they believe in their idea and a lot of times, as I said, they need funding. A lot of times they are going solo and they're doing this and they want to have control over everything. They're innovative. They like to parlay profits to like double down on other things in their business to like make even more money. And they're really looking for new products and services or they find something that's new and they want to start it. So when you listen to this, do you think you're more of a business owner or an entrepreneur, okay? Business owners, it sounds like what, what they're describing, more stable, more trying to, to pay the bills and the expenses and keep the profits because this is their income. Entrepreneurs are sort of trying to hit it big, right? They've got an innovative idea. They're going at this solo. They're a little more risky. They're passionate about something. They're creative. And I'm reading all this, and it's kind of like this personality test where like someone tells you like an like in Enneagram, I'm a three. Someone tells me I'm a three and I read about the three and I'm like, oh my gosh, that's me. I'm a three. And then what if someone had told me I was a whatever? I don't even know. Five or six. I don't know what any of the other ones mean. I only know what mine means. And if they told me the other one, would I think that it fits me? It's like your horoscope. You know the horoscopes? <laughs> you read, I used to read those when I was little when we used to get the paper. Anybody remember the newspaper? Anyone my age remember getting the newspaper at their house? And I would do the little puzzles that were in there. I was so excited for the, I wasn't reading articles when I was young. By the way, I was not reading articles. I was doing the little puzzles, the word scramble puzzles. And I didn't really do crosswords. I did the ones where you had a clue and you tried to figure out a word. Anyways, and I would read the horoscopes, of course. And I didn't totally believe them, but it was just crazy because you could read yours. And then if you looked over at another one, you're like, oh, wait, I want that one too. You know, so it's like the personality test. Like, I don't know. Although I have to say my Enneagram 3, I feel like it really matches me. But then again, if someone had really told me I was some other one, I might have believed that too, right? So it's kind of like this. Business owner, entrepreneur, I feel like we kind of want to take the really awesome traits of each and apply it to ourselves and say, well, I'm both because I'm not. But what I think is interesting about this is that I have always said that I help new business owners. Okay. This is what I've said. And I think a lot of you 
identify as small business owners. You don't say, I'm an entrepreneur. Now, some people online, if you're in the online space at all, if you've been researching business online, if you've been trying to get a website up, if you've been researching stuff, you are seeing stuff about female entrepreneurs. Do you see this all the time? And I can't say that I totally resonate with that term. That's just my opinion. I don't know that I totally resonate with that term. But mentors and people have told me to say that I help female entrepreneurs. But I'm like, my people don't call themselves that. In fact, if you're in my Facebook group, I did sort of a poll on this because I wanted to see what you identify yourself as. Now, I didn't do this exact question, but something similar because I wanted to see if you considered yourself a an online business owner or a small business owner with a website. And y'all were saying that you are small business owners with a website, which I think is interesting because that's what I've been calling you anyways. And I'm wondering what came first, the chicken or the egg? Is it because the way I talk draws people in like you who go, oh, I'm a small business owner, so that's for me, right? It's kind of interesting. Or did you come to me and I just called you a small business owner and so now you call yourself a small business owner? Chicken or the egg? I have no idea. I have no idea. But I think my gut is that you're like me and I always called myself a small business owner and I call myself a business owner. But what I think's great is we can unleash our inner entrepreneur. Okay. And the funniest thing is the other day I was telling someone and I was like, you know, I really want to help them unleash their entrepreneurial mind. If I can say that I wanted to help them unleash that. In fact, I was playing around with wording on my website and I had that term up, unleash their inner entrepreneur. So I think it's kind of cool that you could look at yourself as a business owner who is unleashing her inner entrepreneur, right? And what I mean by that is unleashing, taking a little bit of a risk. No, we're not mortgaging our house. No, we're not risking our kid's college fund. No, we're not, you know, doing all this crazy stuff. That is never what I advocate for at all. I'm not comfortable with that at all, okay? Because I wouldn't even do that for my own business when I was looking at the facial spa in my area. I was like freaked out by the cost and thinking about the loan. And if this went bad, what could happen? And of course, COVID happened. So thank you, Lord, that I didn't do it. Okay. But our inner entrepreneur can be a risk taker. So maybe what are the ways that you could put yourself out there so you feel like an entrepreneur, that you're not just being this slow and steady business owner, even though that doesn't necessarily mean a negative thing? Because I think for many years, I was just a business owner and I was so happy doing that. I wasn't innovating. I wasn't doing anything crazy. I was just running my business because it was our family income. And here's a story that I've never shared before. And I'm going to share it today because I think it's important. So when my businesses were doing really well, they were at the peak. It just so happened that my husband had worked for Dell Computers for 19 years and he had just decided to move departments out of sales, which is the uh, favorite child at Dell. <laughs> the favorite child. Okay. Everything was about the salespeople because they're who's bringing in the revenue, right? And he has worked his way up, but he was like, you know what? I think I want something different. So he had gone and done another role at Dell and moved into, I believe it was a marketing department. Okay. So he moved over there. Well, then all of a sudden, this was in, I think, 2000, whatever. I can't even remember. And they had to lay off a whole section of marketing, which was where my husband was. And he took the package 
because they had another job for him and he didn't want it. And for a year, he was unemployed. And he was looking for a job. We lived in Colorado. But guess whose business was at her all-time high? Mine. And when I say business, I mean both of my online stores because I had two very similar online gift boutiques. One was collegiate gifts, but one was personalized gifts. But I had them on the same platforms. I just had both of them because one was a different niche. It was college baby gifts. And that niche was born out of my other website. Okay. And you get to do that too with your business. You can always start a second one. But my point is, before that, I was a business owner and I was just running my businesses. All was good. It was a well-oiled machine. My husband was working. We had my daughter, Ava, who was little and all that. And then when he took the severance and he was looking for a good job, there was other jobs he'd gotten offers for in Colorado, but he didn't take them. And it was a year. And he was taking Ava to preschool. And a lot of men had been laid off during that time. And there were so many men bringing their kids to preschool. It was the craziest thing because I've had that. She was my third child and I'd never seen so many men taking their children to preschool and bringing them home. It was because many had gotten laid off during that time. Maybe it was 2006, right before the crash in 2007, something like that. I'm trying to remember. No, I'm wrong. I'm wrong. This was like 2012 because 2013, we moved here to Houston. So he got a job back here in Houston, which his family lives here and my family's in Austin. So it was perfect. So the Lord brought us here and it's all good. But for a year, I was supporting our family. Okay. Although we had lots of savings, I had normally been using my profit to go into my oldest daughter's college fund. I was funding that whole college fund. So that was an amazing feeling. But listen, when things happen, sometimes you all of a sudden turn into an entrepreneur. And then I was like, oh my gosh, we can start turning some of this into wholesale. And I started a wholesale line and I was selling some of my designed products, these glass cutting boards and some phone cases and things. And I was selling them to other online stores. So I was selling wholesale to them. I became innovative when I needed to. Okay. So there's sometimes in your business, and I think we can call them seasons. There's seasons in your business when you may be a business owner, you're running steady, you're being smart, you're building out your team, you're taking the income, you're either supporting your family, supporting yourself, saving for your kids dance or college funds or, you know, competitive volleyball or baseball or so that you can go on a family vacation, whatever it is, right? Whatever it is. Then other times you think like an entrepreneur, right? You're like, oh my gosh, I get to use my creative side. What can I add? But warning, all of us creatives and every single one of you on here is a creative. You may never have considered yourself that either. I didn't until about a year ago. Someone pointed this out to me. They're like, you're definitely a creative because you're creating all the time. I'm creating podcast episodes, y'all, all the time like this one. I constantly have ideas. Constant. It never stops in my head. And for you too, in whatever line a business you're in, if you're a sewist, if you're a jeweler, if you're a makeup artist, if you're a coach, if you're a fitness, you know, fitness instructor, whatever you make, I'm sure you have a zillion ideas for flavors, scents, styles, packaging, content you can create, whatever it is, you have ideas. You're a creator. And that's our entrepreneurial mind because that's the innovative side of us that is creating and excited, excited to create. I get a rush. 
I think of podcast episodes and I jot them in my notes app on my phone and I'm like, oh my gosh, okay, that one will be awesome, right? When you are in your entrepreneurial mind, you are thinking about the future of this business, what could be the possibility, and you're excited for that. And sometimes you double down on things. That may mean investing in yourself in something like Grow Getters to help you make more money in your business. That's what I think the best thing you can do is right now, invest in things that are going to make you more money. Don't invest in things that are bells and whistles. Invest in things that are going to parlay that money into more money. Because if I told you right now, give me a dollar and I'm going to help you make $2, would you bat an eye at giving me a dollar? No, you wouldn't. You would not. That's what I believe. Like, for example, my Grow Getters program is to help those of you make more money. Like build an audience of people who actually are interested in what you offer versus those business owners that are open for business. They are just showing up online. They don't really know if people are interested. They're kind of hearing crickets. They're not capturing the people. So they're not really building an audience. They think they are, but they're not. And then their stuff isn't selling. And then they're sad and they're doubting themselves. And they're delaying this whole profit-making process. Like they're just delaying it. And it's sad. And it's a sad place to be. And you don't ever want to be in that. Spend money on the things that you know will help you make more money. Okay? Okay. So let's think about it. We're business owners. I think we can all agree we're business owners. But I think we can all agree that taking on the entrepreneurial spirit is an amazing thing. It's an amazing thing. In these articles, they were saying a lot of these entrepreneurs, you know, create their business, launch it really quick because they're so excited, and then they like sell it, and then they're gone, and they're on to the next project. I don't think that's any of us. Now, I'm not saying we're not entrepreneurs because we are. We're brave. We're so brave. We're all taking a risk to do this. We're all spending hard-earned money to start our businesses and invest in ourselves in the future of our business, right? All these things, your website, your logo, all your stuff, right? We're all investing. So today, as you continue on with your amazing business, I hope that I can help you and that you can help yourself unleash that inner entrepreneur so that you will take risks, that you will think about the future when you want to, right? That you will be creative and never stifle your creativity, that you will use your passions in this awesome way. You will renew your purpose in an amazing way through this whole entrepreneurial journey because it is an entrepreneurial journey. You're going to hear me use both terms. But then sometimes life happens, things are going on, your business is doing well, you're making money, and life is good, and you got other stuff going on, and you're a business owner. But sometimes you need to be an entrepreneur. And here in the beginning, you need to be both. You need to be an entrepreneur who thinks about the future and is excited and is spending a little bit of money on the things that matter. But you also need to be a business owner who is being smart about it, building out her team, taking the profits when you need them, right? Is looking at the long term, is building a stable business, right? But then a lot of times we're entrepreneurs because we're by ourselves, right? But we start building on our team. So it goes both ways. It's a big gray area. <laughs> we're business owner entrepreneurs. I can't even say the word. I was trying to combine it like an owner. It's like Benefer, you know? 
It's like Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez, Benifer. Can we make a Benifer word out of business owner and entrepreneur? I don't know, but I'm getting tongue-tied trying to do it. Entrepreneur. Entrepreneur? I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying to like make a word. It's not working. Maybe that's why the word hasn't already been invented. Maybe that's why they call it solopreneur. You hear that? Do y'all you, do you like that word, solopreneur? I don't totally resonate with that. I don't resonate with female entrepreneur. I guess I do. I don't know. Maybe I'm an entrepreneur. I don't know. I got to think about this. You know what? Fun things to ponder, right? Anyways, I hope this gave you some food for thought. I think this is an interesting conversation. Let's be smart business owners, but let's also unleash our inner entrepreneur so we can make things happen and use the creativity that God gave us, right? Okay, that's it. Y'all are amazing. Again, make sure if you're new, you get in the Facebook group, get the free downloads, register to get on the wait list for Grow Getters because I'm telling you, now is the time to start building an audience of people that love your stuff so you can increase your impact and income over the coming months and years. Okay, that's it. Y'all have a great day. Bye. Now this episode may be over, but our relationship does not have to end here. Head on over to KimberlyBrock.com and yes, you can get more valuable information for your journey. And you know what? You don't need to go through this alone. I would love to help you. Thank you so much and have a great day. Bye.